Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the I Hear Design podcast. This is Robert Nieminen, Chief Content Director of Interiors and Sources, and thank you for joining me for today's episode. So I'm not sure where you're listening in from, but odds are pretty good that you're still working from home, uh, as many businesses are still figuring out how to open their offices um, as the pandemic subsides, while others are staggering the flow of employees who are coming into the office. But regardless of where you're working these days, one thing's for sure. Working from home has challenged us all in many ways, and it has most of us rethinking the nature of work and the office and even our homes and what those might look like in the future. So to better understand the impact that the work from home experience has had on employees, uh, One Global Design recently conducted a survey of its more than 1,500 employees. And here with me today to discuss the outcomes of that study is Suzanne Nicholson, Principal and Strategist at Meyer as well as the Executive Director for Partner Engagement and Operations at One Global Design. Suzanne, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Robert, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, with that introduction, I was just wondering, you know, where are you working from right now? Um, are you at home or is your office open already? Uh, well, I am working from home and I typically do work from home because uh, the office is in Philadelphia and I live uh, okay. near St. Augustine, Florida. So I am right. ha and have been a remote worker. I'm kind of well-practiced at this. Right. Yeah, me too. It's, I've been working from home since I think 2005. So it's been quite a while. But um, are your offices uh, open up north? They yeah. have not yet. Uh, Philadelphia has just moved into the yellow phase. And so mm -hmm. they're doing a very uh, slow, conscious uh, you know, return to work. And, and so I don't expect anybody will be in the office on any kind of regular basis, at least until sometime in July. Right. Yeah. And that seems to be kind of consistent across the board. I think we're seeing a very slow and phased uh, process, which is good. But um, yeah, definitely is having an impact on the way people work. So I'm glad you're here to talk to us about that. So um, in broader terms, maybe if you want to start out and kind of talk a little bit about how COVID-19 has affected your organizations, like when do you anticipate things getting back to quote unquote normal? Well, I want to speak from the representation of One Global Design, which is mm -hmm. 20 firms across the U.S., Canada, Mexico, U.K., as well as um, Asia, which is who really this whole um, survey was centered around. Mm -hmm. So we have in all our members uh, a workplace strategy team. And so it pulls our workplace strategies from a variety of the um, various offices. And we started thinking about this as, you know, this is a huge impact to everyone. Um, not only in our businesses, but every business. So what right. we wanted to do was like the light, the light switch turned and everybody was suddenly working from home, whether they had been before, whether they had strategies for doing it or not. And, and we knew it was probably the, the biggest change management experiment that had ever happened. Right. And so we felt it was important to try and capture what people were feeling from a humanistic perspective with regard to this huge shift and huge change. And for some people, it was more complicated for others. People who have children at home, they were still trying to teach them, you know, that homeschooling and all that, or as opposed to other individuals who were really isolated, single by themselves, couldn't leave their apartments. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, a whole range of emotions of what people um, were dealing with. So we thought it was important to try and get capture that early on. And then mm -hmm. we're doing a follow-up survey now that we're a couple months into it. Now that you've settled into whatever this new normal is, how, right. how are you feeling about the working from home? Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about why you guys decided to conduct it, but it sounds like um, you, know, you touched on a couple of points there. What kind of methodology did you guys use to do it? Was it just kind of an informal uh, survey, or, or how did you go about collecting the data? Well, we went through a survey monkey, and we came through looking at it from a different kind of perspective, sort of technologies, human connection, 
workflow, communications, and had everybody respond to those particular areas. And then we also made sure that we were covering sort of the demographics perspective. What's, what's your age range? What mm-hmm. is your title? You know, kind of what, what job function are you actually doing? And then also what region of the world are you from? So we were able to look at it from the demographics perspective, not only just from the general perspective. Right. And what were you guys hoping to learn from the study? And then what did you actually learn from the data that you collected? Well, because we're the members of our firms are designers and architects, the majority of our clients are corporate clients. And we knew the question was going to be coming, well, what should we do next? You know, mm-hmm. now when we start, when COVID gets to a place where we're safe, what are the answers going to be? And so we thought we would start leaning on ourselves first to figure out how we were all reacting to it. And then now we've shared this survey with other you know, larger, broad patients to be able to get in, informed about what other companies are feeling so that we can be able to provide recommendations based on data and facts as opposed to just what we all feel. You know, what are real, what's the data really telling us? Yeah, exactly. Well, and speaking of, was there anything in the data that surprised you that you didn't expect to see? Well, I think the first thing that, that surprised us was that people actually commented that they want to go back to work. Not everybody, but, but we expected to have more fear-based, um, and there was less concern about cleanliness and how the office will take care of you know, keeping me safe. Um, had more to do with that they missed the connectivity with their peers, and mm-hmm. they missed the collaboration. Um, obviously, Zoom and, and Teams and have allowed most people to perform and function. Um, but they still feel like they're missing out, whether it's that, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss something because I'm not there um, mm-hmm. or just because we're social beings that people really do want to come back. But yet the biggest thing I think that came back was people would like if their corporate culture would allow it to perhaps to have the flexibility to be empowered to make the decision of where am I going to do the best work? Am I really going to be doing the best work at home in isolation or am mm-hmm. I going to be able to do my best work in the office? Yeah, absolutely. And it almost seems like it, it would be an ideal solution for some of the challenges that we've been hearing about the open office, you know, with it not having enough areas for focused work and heads down work, where if people are empowered to make that choice, hey, I'd like to work from home a couple of days a week so I can get my focus work done. Uh, that might be actually an innovative solution to that. Um, do you, what do you think? I, I think it has pluses and minuses. Um, mm-hmm. At Meyer, and as well as a lot of our firms, we already have given our employees the ability to work from home a couple days a week or, mm-hmm. you know, four weeks time, whatever the case may be. And what we find is that person who's not in the office often misses like 10 or 15% of what everything is going on because so much happens in the office just by crossing paths, running into somebody at the coffee uh, station. You then share that piece of information that you had that they didn't. You don't send an email. You don't spend the time to take the text, but when you run into them, you share it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in the office, there's that little element that I think is going to be missed. From a, from a connectivity side and a cultural side, I think if the person is not in the office stealing the culture, part of the culture, developing and enhancing the culture, I think there's going to come a time where they feel disconnected. Yes. And initially, I don't think that's going to be an issue, but I think as economy recovers, we'll get back to a place of really low unemployment again, which is not where we are right now. But I think that's right. not going to be too far in our future. And then you're going to have an issue with recruitment and retention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. um, but that's I think down the road, yeah, a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. That's something that's something companies I think need to be considerate of um, as they're making their policies and plans now. Absolutely, yeah. And speaking of which, that leads into my next question. I mean, wh- uh, what do you plan to do with the insights that you gleaned from the survey to inform your design process or business practices moving forward? Um, I know you mentioned a follow-up survey, but how is this going to inform what you guys are doing moving forward? 
Well, currently many of the One Global Design Firm companies are actually um, having roundtables with a variety of clients and customers. And so they're already in the conversation dialogues and finding out what they're feeling, what they're looking towards doing, and then providing recommendations. Um, a number of our firms are, have come up with sort of a different kind of services to help people understand what that reentry might look like, as well as how to make sure employees who are staying at home are actually functioning in a safe work environment, helping them transition their home environment into, you know, you know, into something that's safe. For instance, you have ergonomic chairs, you've got the right desk type, you've got the right lighting, you have you know, the right support that you need. That all goes into somebody's ability to function properly, but it's also incumbent a little bit on companies that they work for to make sure that the employees are having a safe place to work. Yeah. And they're yeah, not going to end up with health issues because of they're working at home on the floor on their cocktail table, you know, or something. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No. And that's, and that does bring up a secondary topic altogether. That would probably be another uh, podcast topic because people do need uh, that extra space for, you know, an, an office environment where that's not, maybe in the middle of all the distractions of, of normal home life. And I've, I've read some things about that as well. And um, so it seems like space is going to change. I mean, it's not just the office that might be changing. It could be the home as well. It's rethinking everything. Yeah. One of mm -hmm. our um, member firms, Walcott out of LA has come up with a whole program called homework in terms of helping companies understand with mm -hmm. recommendations of how to make that home a safe place and appropriate place for doing business and working. Absolutely. Um, well, and then lastly, uh, I wanted to just ask what kind of takeaways from the survey you might be able to share with um, our listeners that you think would benefit them um, in their practices and or their work from home scenarios. Um, well, I think the, the biggest thing is that a lot of what needs to happen right now is testing the water. I, I don't think making wholesale changes, big broad breast changes makes sense right now because we just don't know enough. Um, I think everyone should thoughtfully, safely try and re-enter the workplace, figure out what works, what doesn't work before they make wholesale changes. Now, I hear some companies saying that we're going to have everybody work from home. Well, mm -hmm. until you've actually lived it in a non-pandemic situation, because right now, everybody can't do anything but be at home. Right. But once everything opens back up, there's going to be all sorts of other distractions and things that people might get um, encountering that won't have them be so efficient working at home. Um, so I think you have to be careful making huge decisions right now. Go baby steps if you can. I wouldn't make any huge real estate changes. Push off some of those real estate deals if you need to until you can get better clarity of what makes the right kind of spends. But I think there's always going to be a combination of people being able to come to the office, come together as opposed to working at a coffee shop or in their home. And they probably have more collaborative space once we can get closer together without um, mask, face masks and mm -hmm. being worried about six foot distancing. And I think there's going to be reasons for having, you know, heads down work in the office as well, because not every task takes multiple days or not every innovation can wait a week or two until somebody comes back to the office. You know, sometimes you need to be powering through things in four hours, five hours, six hours, and then that requires independent as well as collaborative work. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I appreciate you sharing those insights uh, with uh, with our listeners. Um, it's a topic I know that everybody can relate to, and I think the survey results will probably resonate uh, with everyone as well. And uh, just as a quick follow-up, um, when do you anticipate the results of the second survey to be in? We'll probably be having completed sometime in mid-summer, because uh, we want to give a little bit more time to everybody to adjust, and then we'll be able to publish them in, in probably mid-July. Okay, great. Well, we'll be looking forward to that for sure. So Suzanne, thanks so much again for being here and talking about the One Global Design Research. Um, I really do appreciate it.
Very good, Robert. Thank you. Pleasure meeting you and chatting. Likewise. Well, for our listeners, thanks for joining us as well. And be sure to join us next time as we talk with the students from the Savannah College of Art and Design who are responsible for the beautiful hand sketches that are featured on our new Inspired by Interiors and Sources website. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, head over to our website to learn more about this virtual trade show experience that's also live on the NeoConnect Experience website at neocon.com. Thanks, stay safe, and be well, everyone.